Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder. Renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, a look at crop insurance coverage for 2021. Coverage is at record levels, but premiums are also on the rise. They're up 16%. There are improvements to coverage for tame hay and chickpeas and a vegetable insurance pilot program. We have reaction from two groups. We also have two interviews with the Federal Minister of Agriculture. Real Agriculture Talks with Marie-Claude Bobeau, and I have a chat with the Federal Minister to celebrate today Canada's Ag Day, the big day. We talk about agri-stability and the new Federal Food Advisory Council, among many issues. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain. Helping growers contract any type of grain call 1-800-324-7778. Saskatchewan crop insurance coverage in 2021 will be at record levels, but premiums are also on the rise. Deputy Premier Donna Harpower says crop insurance coverage will reach $273 per acre due to higher commodity prices and higher coverage that's up from $224. Crop Insurance Acting President and CEO Jeff Morrow as coverage rises 22%, while rates are up 16%. Correct, the, the coverage is up 22%. Um, that's mainly due to the commodity price increases. Prices increased by about 17%, and our yields increased by about 3%. Um, and the cost uh, premium it is 16% higher than last year. Um, but you know the, the rates themselves actually decreased. And I think when you put into perspective, it's about a $50 an acre increase in coverage for about a dollar per acre for the producer in terms of premium. The average premium per acre rises to $8.59, up from $7.40 per acre. Harpower says the average premium cost per dollar of coverage has dropped 42% over the past 10 years and continues to decline. The establishment benefit values for canola, lentils, chickpeas and corn have increased, with canola at $70 per acre and large green lentils at $50. New in 2021, producers growing tame hay will have more options while insuring their hay acres, either under the rainfall program or multi-peril. The coverage for newly seeded native forage establishment benefit acres rises from $75 to $200. A new pilot program is being launched to provide coverage for damage to commercial cabbage and pumpkin crops. A minimum of eight acres is required to participate in the program. Work is underway on insurance coverage options for commercial vegetable growers in Saskatchewan. 
There are also updates for large seeded Kabuli chickpeas with increased coverage levels for most of the 300 chickpea producers in the province. Morrow says it's too early to worry too much about current dry conditions in parts of the province. Hard to say what will happen during the growing season. Um, I think what we've seen in, in recent history is that uh, even with drier growing conditions throughout the growing season, crops have done remarkably well. Um, I think that is reflected in why we're able to offer that 20% premium reduction. So there's a lot that can happen between now and, and when crops get put in the bin. So um, don't really have a concern at this point because there's a lot of uh, time and weather to come yet. Morrow says the main crops to be insured this year include canola, wheat, durum and peas. The president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities, Ray Orb, is pleased with the improvements to crop insurance. We're uh, actually uh, quite pleased uh, about some of the enhancements, uh, you know, in particular with the uh, vegetable, um, you know, the pilot program. Uh, we think that will be good, you know, create more diversity to the province's agriculture industry. So we're pleased about that. We're also pleased to be able to look at, you know, some of the things uh, that they're also enhancing. Kabuli uh, chickpeas in particular. You know, in January we're, we're favorable, and always have been favorable, of looking at adjusting some of the, um, the weather-based uh, insurance programs. And we think that will help uh, livestock producers, you know, as far as protecting their forage crops and things like that. So generally we're pleased and uh, we see that there's an increase of about, you know, about 22% of the coverage. Understanding at the same time that, you know, the premiums will go up, but uh, generally that serves the agriculture industry well when we have more coverage and uh, we expect farmers to be able to insure themselves for the crops that they produce. So I think that sums it up. The executive director of Saskatchewan Pulse Growers, Carl Potts, supports the changes to chickpeas insurance. The changes to the, uh, the chickpea um, base grade calculation just better reflect the, uh, the size and the quality of, uh, of chickpeas that Kabuli chickpea producers are producing these days. So it's just simply a better reflection you know, of the product that the producers are producing and should increase the overall level, level of coverage uh, for producers. So this is a welcome uh, development and, uh, and one we uh, look forward to uh, seeing uh, in, uh, in the marketplace. Carl Potts is the Executive Director of Saskatchewan Pulse Growers. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. A Saskatchewan registered dietitian is among the 23 people named to the Canadian Food Policy Advisory Council. Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau announced the members of the Council, a central component of the food policy for Canada. Bebeau says the Canadian Food Policy Advisory Council brings together diverse expertise and perspectives from across the food system, including the agriculture and food sector, health professionals, academics, and nonprofit groups. Everyone at the table is the slogan for the food policy for Canada. The Council will advise the Minister on current and emerging food-related issues with the first meeting set for March 4th. The COVID-19 pandemic has underscored the importance of a strong food system in Canada. Among those appointed to the Council, Heather Deck, a registered dietitian from rural Saskatchewan. Also on the Council is the President of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture, Mary Robinson of PEI. Season 2 of Dirt Farmers debuts tonight on City TV Saskatchewan. The series follows the Simpson brothers, Trevor and Jason, on their farm in the Herschel-Ruthilda area, about 150 kilometers west of Saskatoon. The second season will see a second farm added to the mix. Jason Simpson says Rob and Tammy Dannychuk have about 10,000 acres with both grain and cattle. One of the boys want to go into cows and beef, and one of the 
boys want to go into grain. So it's a cool dynamics on that farm too, but we'll see how it looks and when it gets all aired here. So you don't know what is going to be in the program. You know what they filmed on your farm, but you don't know how it's going to be uh, put together, How what ends up on the, the cutting room floor, so to speak. Uh, you're as surprised as anybody else when it airs? That's exactly right. Like uh, last year, we got the preview of the first couple of shows just to give us an idea of what it looked like. This year, we don't have any idea. I haven't seen any previews of anything, so it'll be a first off for all of us. The season premiere on Dirt Farmers is 10 o'clock tonight on City TV, Saskatchewan. It's pretty much a done deal that Tom Vilsack will be confirmed as the next USDA Agriculture Secretary. Vilsack held the post for eight years during the Obama administration when Joe Biden was vice president. Now the 46th president wants Vilsack to have the job again. and There appears to be very little opposition from both sides of the floor. He fast-tracked his way through a Senate Agriculture Committee hearing a couple of weeks ago. The entire Senate will provide a final vote on whether he's in or not, and Vilsack won't even speak during that process. Many farm groups on this side of the border are wary about Vilsack regaining control of agriculture's top job in the U.S. He was instrumental in launching COOL, or country of origin labeling, more than a decade ago. The program essentially segregated our cattle and hogs when they arrived in the U.S. because the animals weren't raised in the States. That carried over to packaged meat in grocery stores as well. The practice was eventually rescinded after Canada successfully won several challenges at the World Trade Organization. But Vilsack made it clear at one of his recent hearings he's not done with country of origin labeling. We made every concerted effort to try to create better uh, transparency, better information for consumers, because we understand and appreciate that consumers want to know where their food comes from. They want to know when they're buying U.S. or when they're not buying, when they're buying someplace, from someplace else. We attempted on three occasions to sort of strengthen uh, the country of origin uh, labeling uh, unsuccessfully because the WTO challenges by our Canadian friends. I am absolutely willing to listen to anybody and everybody who's got an idea about how we can circumvent or how we can get to a point where the WTO doesn't necessarily slap it down. We can ignore the WTO, but then we got the retaliation. Vilsack made that comment around the same time that U.S. President Joe Biden announced details of a Made in America policy he claims won't impact Canada. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio on Rural Radio 147 on Sirius XM. I am joined right now on Canada's Agriculture Day by the Minister of Agriculture and Agri-Food, Marie Clababeau. Minister, how are you doing today? I'm good, and you? I hope you're doing well. Yeah, I am doing very well. Uh, great to have you here today. Kind of a, a pretty special event, uh, Canada's Agriculture Day. Wh- why do you feel it's so important that we celebrate uh, the industry on a day like this? I'm afraid that Canadians take their food and, and our farmers a bit too much for granted. And uh, if COVID has brought us one good thing, it's probably to realize how important they are, how important their, their work is, and that it's good to be more supportive by local and, and be thankful. 
Yeah, it, it is. It's something that's been going on for a, for a number of years. And you know, the thing is, is that inside the agricultural bubble, inside the industry, everybody knows how awesome the industry is. How, how can we better cross some of those bridges, like you talked about, uh, so that people aren't taking necessarily their food for granted? It's a challenge, and actually, in our uh, food policy, we have a chapter dedicated to promoting uh, Canadian agriculture, and this is a program that has been delayed a little because of COVID, but uh, that it's still dear to my heart, and I really look forward to uh, make more promotion around Canadian agriculture because I think it's important to strengthen um, the the pride and the trust uh around our Canadian agriculture. On Friday, you did a virtual farm tour, uh, which is pretty cool. You visited a cattle operation in Western Canada, also a farm, I believe, in Quebec. But you also had another visitor on that tour. Uh, the, prime, the prime minister was with you. Tell us about the tour and, and uh, what was some of your thoughts were. Well, it was very interesting. Prime Minister Trudeau was uh, with me, and we met with Kelly on a on a cattle farm and she had friends and different and, and family members in different places on her farm with with video so she can she was able to explain to us the different part of the job what is uh, a day in the life of a farmer looking like so it was uh, it was very uh, very very much interesting what was the prime minister's reaction? Was he able to interact with some of the farmers and trying to, you know, cross some of those? You talked about some of the gaps between agriculture and consumers, but making sure the members of cabinet as well realize the importance of agriculture, especially the leader of that cabinet, the prime minister. Definitely, but I would say it's it's kind of easy with Prime Minister Trudeau. He's very open uh, to the reality of uh, of our regions, uh, people living in the, in rural areas, and I know that. I, he has a good ear when I come to him with my special request for for farmers. Uh, and uh, no, he was uh, he was asking a lot of questions and uh, being really interested in the in Kelly's daughter as well, who's a four H member, and uh, we could feel her her passion for the for for well for the work for the farm. Let's dig into some of the issues. Uh, business risk management reform. This feels like a story that kind of goes on and on. Um, your, your deadline for the end of January has passed for some of the provinces to indicate whether or not they are still interested in your offer. Where, where do we sit as of today? Well, I'm still waiting for um, a, f- a formal response from uh, my Prairie colleagues. A few days ago, I had uh, individual uh, conversations with uh, the three of them. Uh, I'm still full, and I'm really committed to make it happen, and I really want to make it happen for all farmers on ca- in Canada, including the, far- the the prairie farmers. So, a bit, you know, a couple of maybe a couple of weeks more, but then uh, I'll find a way to make it happen with or without. But is the without? Are you talking about maybe you know doing uh, your program that wouldn't include all provinces? The prairies would potentially be left out, and you would work with provinces that have already signed on, like Ontario and British Columbia and the Maritimes. See, I don't want to deprive the other. Uh, the, the farmers from the other uh, provinces. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. 
The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in. No appointment necessary or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, wind becoming northwest 20 this afternoon, the high plus one. Tonight, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries and risk of freezing drizzle. The low, minus 6. Wind chill, minus 7 tonight, minus 12 overnight. Wednesday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of flurries in the morning. Wind northwest, 40 gusting to 60. The high, minus 1. Wind chill near minus 13. The low, minus 11. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high, plus 2. The low, minus 5. Friday, cloudy, the high, minus 3. The low, minus 18. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high minus 12, the low minus 18. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 6, the low minus 9. Monday, partly cloudy, the high plus 2. Normal high for this date, minus 5, the normal low minus 17. The sun rose at 7.54 this morning. It sets at 6.29 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Val Marie at plus 1. The cold spot, Stony Rapids up north at minus 23. Estevan is zero. Saskatoon, Swift Current, both minus four. Weyburn minus one. Yorkton is minus six. Cloudy in Regina, minus two. That's 28 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north, northwest at 11. Humidity 76%. The barometer rising 100.8. Partly cloudy in Moose Jaw, zero. Winds are from the northwest at 28. Once again, Regina, cloudy in minus two. That's 28 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers, mcdougallauctions.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems expect the best. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau is raising a fork to honor farmers today. Today, marking Canada's Agriculture Day. Bebeau says the theme is Forks Up for Canadian Agriculture. Well, I think we have to thank our farmers. They're working extremely hard. Uh, 2020 has been even more um, unpredictable <laughs> than a normal year. And uh, I think Canadians have realized the hard work they do and that they, they do essential work. And it's good to see that many people are turning to buying more local. That's your suggestion is buy local if you can? Buy local, uh, be, uh, you know, recognize the hard work they do and be thankful to, to our producers. What special events do you have uh, lined up for honoring farmers? Actually, I'm, uh, I, I am trying to meet with uh, different groups through Zoom, obviously. Uh, on a normal year, I would be attending uh, events in farms and being closer uh, physically to our farmers <laughs> in their farm, in their field. Uh, but uh, for today, for this week, for tomorrow, and for, for the week, it's more a matter to reaching out through uh, virtually and uh, really encouraging people to celebrate uh, to celebrate them 
For me, the one big lesson you learned from COVID-19 last year is health is number one. You have to be always aware of your health and look after it. But number two is food. Food, you have to have a good food supply. Of course, and I think we in Canada are taking this for granted a bit too much. And uh, last year was uh, was that. You know, we realized that, oh, it, it doesn't come into our... Uh, groceries uh, by itself. Uh, We have some people working hard to get this food and uh, there are challenges around the the food supply chain. We were lucky enough that our international food supply chain worked well uh, and our national food supply chain as well, but we've seen some weaknesses. Sometimes we depend maybe a a bit too much on, on big, big food processing facilities, so I'm being asked a lot about uh, more regional food supply chain, for example, so this is something uh, I'm looking into. Uh, Obviously, labor is a big, big challenge, and and at this time of the year, we are turning a lot our um, eyes to the uh, temporary foreign workers that we want to have uh, here, timely and healthy to support in our different farms across the country. So they're, and obviously improving our business risk management program is very important because our farmers are always facing different unpredictable challenges. That leads me to the next question. What is the status of agri-stability? The province of Saskatchewan had requested more clarification on certain issues. Uh, Also, they wanted uh, another meeting. Mm -hmm. So I've had the chance to have a private conversation with my three Prairie colleagues, uh, trying to answering their questions as much as I can. I'm really committed to make it happen, and I hope that it will benefit farmers from all across the country. So I'm still waiting for a final response from my Prairie colleagues. But removing the reference margin limit first would definitely make the program more understandable and it would make it more bankable and predictable as the farmers are asking for. And with removing this margin, this reference margin limit, which is a very complicated calculation, and also increasing the compensation rate from 70 to 80 percent, it would also make it more generous for the farmers who need it most. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau coming up. She discusses the new Canadian Food Policy Advisory Council. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau has named a 23-member Canadian Food Advisory Council. She says the council will advise the federal minister on current and emerging food-related issues and is a wide-ranging group. A registered dietitian, Heather Deck, is the single representative from Saskatchewan. I asked her why is there no farmer representation from Saskatchewan? Well, actually, we were trying to have a very diversified council in terms of regions, but also in terms of expertise. So if the dietitian is coming from, from Saskatchewan, I mean, it, it, it was really a matter of having a, a great diversity around, around the council. So it was not necessarily linking the, uh, the skills with the region by itself, but making sure that everybody, every sector, every region 
uh, all the diversity, the, the diversity of Canada was around the table to make sure that we have a, a perspective that really, you know, all these members complement with their expect, expertise and, and knowledge are, are complementary. And, and this was the, the old idea between, the, behind the, uh, the search of, of the best people to be around this table. On another topic, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business is urging members of Parliament to support, a, I believe, a private member's bill to allow farm exemption from the federal carbon tax on natural gas and propane. Do you think it will pass? Well, we always have to be careful with private member's bill. Uh, a lot of information that goes out is around the title of the bill. And we have to look more carefully at what is inside this bill. And I think it's not necess- it doesn't necessarily reach the objectives. And for example, uh, drying grain is not, hasn't been included as an activity that would be exempted. So I can tell you that from my part, from the part of our government, we are looking into it very closely to see how we can better support our farmers uh, while we are very committed you know, on this, to this price and pollution. It, it's important to make the various industries move toward a cleaner economy, but in the same time, we acknowledge that farmers are working hard. They are very committed to a more sustainable agriculture and we want to find the best solution to recognize their, their work and to, and we do understand the impact on them, so we want to find the best solution. Marie-Claude Bebeau is the Federal Minister of Agriculture. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And Nelson GM, Assiniboia, and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. But tariff prices were moving up in early trading today. Canola gained 31.40 at 7.2287. Number one red spring wheat rose 3.36 at 2.8152. The rest unchanged. Durham 3.1048. Feed barley 2.5372. Flax 80108. Lentils six forty four fifty, oats two twenty nine fifty three, yellow peas three eighty four eighty nine, feed wheat two thirty eight eighty four. The Minneapolis spring wheat March futures are down two cents at six thirty five and three quarter cents a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the source six twenty CKRM. The livestock quotes brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now the latest quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of February 23rd. Our last regular sale was on February 17th. The market on butcher cattle has picked up. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.83 cents to $0.93. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.70. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.25. We had a pre-sorted calf sale here on Monday. The market has picked up on the feeders as well. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.38 and sold up to $2.58. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.38 and sold up to $2.58. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.26 and sold up to $2.48. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.15 and sold up to $2.25. 
five cents. Six fifty to seven hundred pound steers averaged two dollars and six cents and sold up to two dollars and seventeen cents. Seven hundred to eight hundred pound steers averaged a dollar ninety one and sold up to two dollars and six cents. Eight hundred to nine hundred pound steers averaged a dollar eighty and sold up to a dollar eighty eight. And steers over nine hundred pounds averaged a dollar sixty eight and sold up to a dollar seventy six. Heifers were about twenty five to thirty cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500-pound grasser steers at $2.57 a pound, a group of 550-pound tan steers at $2.47 a pound, a load of 600-pound black steers at $2.25 a pound, a group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.17 a pound, a group of 700-pound tan steers at $2.06 a pound, a load of 780-pound Angus steers at $1.88 a pound, and a load of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.76 a pound. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. And the latest pork prices, 176.24 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell is underscoring the U.S. economy's ongoing weakness in remarks that suggest the Fed sees no need to alter its ultra-low interest rate policies anytime soon. Powell's comments are in contrast to increasing optimism among many analysts that the U.S. economy will grow rapidly later this year. That outlook has raised concerns about a potential surge in inflation and fueled a sharp increase in longer-term interest rates this year. Most economists say they think the Fed's continued low rates, further government financial aid, and progress in combating the COVID-19 pandemic could create a mini-economic boom as soon as this summer. U.S. consumer confidence rose again in February as an improved COVID-19 vaccine push has Americans more optimistic about the future. The conference board in the U.S. reports that its consumer confidence index rose to 91.3, up from 88.9 in January. On the markets, losses in the technology and metals and mining sectors helped drag down Canada's main stock index in late morning trading, while U.S. stock markets also pulled back. The TSX Composite Index was down 144 points at 18,272. In New York, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 117 points at 31,403. The Canadian dollar traded at 79.40 cents U.S. compared with 79.28 cents on Monday. The April crude oil contract was down 47 cents at $61.23 per barrel. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalligan. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.